0: What's your last name? Lopressi? Lopresti? Lopresti. Lopresti? Is that Italian? Yes, sir. Tanti baci a tutti. It means, <laughs> it means uh, kisses for everybody is basically
1: what it means. Nice. Welcome to Hot Laps. Brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Race testing.
0: Alright, welcome back to Hot Laps. Shane, we're on lap 36. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, are you excited? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. If we were in a NASCAR race, how, how, how many laps would we be in? This is like the beginning, right? I don't even think our tires we, Yeah, we haven't even peed our pants yet. Oh, well, interesting, Shane. Well, Shane, today we have with us, uh, are you officially, a, like, you're a YouTuber, right?
1: I guess, yeah. I, I, from a lot of my friends, like, they've addressed me as that. I'm like, I guess I'm at that point And now. you're okay yeah. with it now. I, I just, like, I, I give them a little, you know, ah, no, you're, I'm like, whatever, funny joke, you know. But, yeah, I guess that's my title as no. of right now.
0: All right. So you are known to the social media world as the Craig, 909 Yes, sir. On YouTube, Instagram, and do you have any other?
1: Uh, yeah, Snapchat, pretty much any, any you know, social media platform is that. I did make a Facebook group page. I'm a little inactive on it. Okay. I'm more inactive than I should be, but it exists. So. Right on. Huh? Yeah.
0: So Craig Lepresti. And uh, we kind of met at the Bates Nut Farm. It was the, well, it was like officially, originally the Chevrolet yeah, car show. But yeah. then they opened it up to everybody.
1: Yeah. And I mean, were
0: 30... It was cool. I mean, there was their goal was 300, and they had way more than that.
1: Yeah, I think it was like 330, 340, something like that at least. Yeah, I think when
0: Cheese came through, he was 327.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I was 309, and I got there at, just before 9, before it even started. I was right. like, wow, I didn't even get a good spot, and I got here like 15 minutes before it started. Yeah, so
0: we, well, you started talking to James, and did you know James before that?
1: Uh, yeah, we had gone back and forth a little bit on Instagram, but I, that was my first time meeting him in person. Oh, cool. So, yeah, super cool guy. You know, He's very knowledgeable. He has a really oh, yeah. cool car. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool to get to see him and finally like go face-to-face and talk to him.
0: Yeah, right on. I mean, it's just, uh, it, it's always a small world. So, uh, you live in Ramona, California. I do. Which yeah. is right in the, up in, the hill. In
1: the middle of nowhere, San Diego, basically. Well, Not as soda. far as like Julian and San Isabel, but right. yeah. Definitely, I mean, a, a, tickling a, the
0: outskirts.
1: Yeah. Walmart, Home Depot, <laughs> 35 minute drive. Yeah. Which is the annoying part about it, but yeah. Well, that happens. But it's got its ups and downs.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So saw you at Bates. Um, you know, didn't realize we had. 93,000 subscribers now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying really hard to get that 100,000 so I got my little play button, rubbing on all my friends' mm-hmm. faces from me running around with a GoPro in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. Be,
0: I'll, I have questions about all that, but so yeah, 93,000 subscribers right in our backyard, and you're into cars. Yep. Yeah. specifically a well i shouldn't say specifically because that's the one you're running but yeah a 71 ford truck short bed yep uh which is in our back right now we're going to do some work on it with you and then uh, you're also working on in a galaxy i can't say i'm not jealous okay <laughs> yeah i do have a 63 comet but if i could trade that for a 63 galaxy i yeah. would do so
1: yeah. quite literally a little brother yeah, that's uh, the mini version, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I have two of them. So they have been the like my, my total living health for the last, oh, God, a year at least, more than that. Well, mm-hmm. you so. can't tell
0: from your videos because it looks like you enjoy working on that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's cool to, I mean, say I have two 64 Galaxy 500 Fastbacks. Which oh, is 64. They're both 64 So my fault. So,
0: I, I said 63. Yeah. Yeah, 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 all
1: right. Yeah, both of them 64, 500 Fastbacks. Uh, it's really crazy because... You know, I bought them a year apart from each other, but the VINs on them are identical down to the paint color and where they were sold at, hmm. but they're off by one letter because my white one was a 352 automatic and the red one was a 289 cruis o Oh, wow. So basically big block, small block, but the VINs are the same. I literally went to the DMV, and they wouldn't give me my registration because I brought the wrong paperwork because the VINs are the same. Uh, almost. By mistake. like one letter, yeah. literally.
0: So uh, I'll ask you about the plan uh, for those in a little bit, but let me just – Quick question. So you are senior in college.
1: Yeah, fourth year uh, engineering student. So I'm almost likely do a, a full five year. I'd like okay. to. I purposely stretched it out so I didn't jam pack myself with eighteen twenty units. Otherwise, right. I wouldn't have time for YouTube or car stuff. No, oh, yeah. So yeah, I kind of was taking the more you know relaxed approach to make sure I could do you know get better grades and and uh, actually enjoy my college experience rather than, you yeah. know, I can't do anything, you know, tonight or tomorrow, or the next day, or the next week for that matter because I have to study. Or, right. you know, yeah. I have 7,000 homework assignments. So well, yeah. I, I graduated
0: from San Diego State in 1998. Yeah. How old were you then?
1: Uh, zero. I was born in <laughs> <laughs> March of 99. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. I'm a 90s kid, you know, December 31st, 1989. Yeah. Totally.
0: Well, yeah, that's cool. So you're a senior. You're doing YouTube. But – I went back and looked at your videos, and they go all the way back to high school. Like the one where it kind of like blasted you off, I think it's got over a million views, Yeah, is you driving your truck that you have now. Yep, same one. Out of your driveway with just the headers,
1: right? Open headers, total open headers, yeah.
0: And then you got to the school early, Yep, got yourself your spot, and looks like you kind of had a little... I don't know, sound off with a buddy.
1: Yeah, he would always park next to me, and you know we always rev at each other. But the, the funny thing about it was is that before that, my truck was 302, three on the tree, grandpa exhaust, like very original. There wasn't much modified at all. Mm-hmm. It actually, when I got my Marty report, found out it came with a noise-canceling exhaust. Oh, so wow. it had these gnarly mufflers on it. So I cut those off. I put headers on it that I found on Craigslist for 30 bucks or whatever. You know, my buddy painted them for me, and then he helped me bang them in. Um, and then we got them in and started it. We're like, this thing sounds not like a vacuum cleaner anymore. It sounds right. sick, mm-hmm. but it's still, you know, made like 120 horsepower or whatever it made. It was two barrel. Um, but I purposely, you know, it didn't show any video to anybody. I, I knew, you know, the drastic change I just made. So I was like, I want to film one of those little reaction videos, you know, see how it does. Um, and I want to go to my school more importantly before anybody gets there. And just everybody knew what I did, but mm-hmm. they don't know what it sounds like. So they knew it was going to be gnarly. So basically I got there at 6 a.m. You know, we didn't even start going to class till like 7.20. So made sure I got there early and then parked it. I was the only person in the parking lot and I waited for everybody to show up. And I waited for everybody to show up. Like people are starting to go to class before I started this thing. And then you know I start he I let him start his truck first. Everybody already knew what his sounded like, mm-hmm. and then I started mine, and it was I mean it was ear piercing loud. It's straight open headers, and I'm sixteen year olds just revving the yeah. crap <laughs> out of it. You know, <laughs> and then my buddy gets out of his truck with his e- hand all over his ear. He's like, "Oh my god, dude!" And but yeah, that video is really really That's fun. Awesome. So,
0: so you kind of what, what video do you think that was for you? Was that like. Was that what really kicked it off?
1: Yeah, 100%. I actually, during that time, I worked at a Little Caesars uh, okay. pizza place. So that was my in high. In Ramona? Or yeah. The yeah. one in Kmart? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made some baller pieces in there. But, yeah, so that was my, my cruddy high school job that every kid has. So. Sure. But I have always, you know, dreamed of being, you know, that YouTuber. And, I mean, I'm not saying I am yet, but, like, always growing but as at that state i was like i would love to just do youtube as a job mm-hmm. so yeah. you know i was doing anything and everything i can i had a little gopro hero 3 with like i do not even think i had a mic at the time it was just and i would just hold it no no case no handle no nothing yeah. so uh i would film these videos and i remember uh me and a buddy of mine he had some art channel uh he was we we're about the same size i think i was still a little bit larger than him i think i had i think i had like 800 subscribers at the time of that video when i recorded it And I was in work and I was like, dude, look, it's at 6,000. like, wow, this is crazy. And this is like four months after I posted it. So I think I posted it like September and this is like maybe like January, February. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, I come back into work, you know, three days later. I'm like, dude, it's at Mm 16,000. And I kept doing that and it was at 40 and then it was at 60 and then it was at 90 and then it was at 120 and I was like, dude. It just snowballs. Oh yeah, Yeah. snowballs, snowball. So, and then, you know, I think within a month it went to like over half a million. So, wow. and that's crazy for someone like me with 800 subscribers at the time. And not only that, I, I had taken screenshots and went from like 400 subscribers, 800, 1600, 2000, 4,000. And then, you know, I, by the time that video like kind of crested off and it was at the 800, 900,000 mark, I was at, you know, I think I was just shy of 10,000 subscribers, which was crazy. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is my big break, you know? Yeah. And I got it yeah. early. That was like my fifth video on my channel. I'd done a couple that I just made off like, you know, splice or on your phone, you just mm. one of those movie makers, you just put all yeah select a bunch of clips and it makes it for you. I did one of those and did a couple of BMX videos, but I was like, Oh, this is it. This is cool. So but I'm, you know, a broke kid that works a little seizure so I stick my little GoPro. I don't have money for a big camera, I don't have money for cool car parts. So I'm just going along my way, doing what I could with the truck and you know, as I went, you know, I'd get a four barrel carburetor and a distributor and I would document right. everything. Everything from mm-hmm. start to finish. So From that open header video on, every single nut and bolt that I've ever turned on the truck has been fully documented on a video. So, at this point right now, I think we're sitting at, like, just shy, if not, 380 videos. That's really cool. Right now. So, and that's over five years.
0: I think about my patience and, like, working on any project, for that matter. But a car, it's like, for some reason, I just want to tear it apart, get it done, and get out of there. You are adding another element that I think what people really enjoy is they're actually seeing you do it. Because it's not necessarily an informative video, but it's just you doing things. And I think that people are like, they just want to get out of the way so quickly and get their car fixed or whatever. But you're actually taking the time to enjoy it. and. You're basically doing one job and a second job because you're videotaping everything. that you Yeah. Go back. It, and do. it
1: makes everything three times as long mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, and
0: then you got to edit it.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, yeah, I was I was editing a video that's going to drop today. You know, twelve thirty one, two in the morning last night, and then get up early, come here. The whole it it's a common. That's my job. That's my life. Yeah. yeah. But it's like I wouldn't trade this to work a generic job.
0: So um, you're gonna graduate. Yep.
1: And yeah, twenty two.
0: Yeah, I and I have. Just meeting you today and talking to you, you know, I can tell that you're motivated to get that done. And so you're going to – it's engineering, mechanical engineering. Yep. Do you think you're going to pursue a job in mechanical
1: engineering or – Yeah. See, it's funny because I've gotten two opportunities for internships, Mm -hmm. and I've thought about doing them over the summer. But it's like the – my dad always hates this. It's like, what do you want to do when you graduate? And I'm like, well, I'd like to do, you know, something with CAD and modeling design and mm-hmm. production style, but I don't want to sit behind a computer working for another company. That, mm-hmm. that would defeat the purpose of all the stuff I've done up to this point. So I figure in my position, I have almost 100,000, you know, people that I could advertise anything I want to, which people pay me to advertise products yeah. to, miscellaneous right. things. So in my case, I'm like, well, I'd be dumb if I don't have, I am already hit the ground running. So it's like, I, it would be kind of, almost like missed opportunity if I didn't try to build my own brand or business, try to develop my own product, start my own business. Cause I have an audience to go to yeah. Yeah. most businesses when they start, don't have a hundred thousand people to advertise to. No, yeah. not that's, at all. that's, that's a very, you know, a very good start to have. So I figure whether I'm making like a one-off product for my truck or something classic car related or something super simple. I mean, I have an audience to, to apply it to. Um, and you know, I don't have to pay to advertise for myself and Mm -hmm. you know the only thing I would be doing is the actual product and manufacturing that but um, it was like you know I have an audience like literally a lot of people even to this point are like when are you coming out with merchandise we know we want to buy a sticker you know anything which I have I just haven't had time to actually you know get the shipping and all that stuff figured out but I know I have people that are willing to support me. And even if it's, I've had people that, that will buy a product for me just because they want it to support me. It, they could not, they could take the product and put it on a shelf and not do anything with it. Right. But it would, even if it's a t-shirt, a sticker, they're just like, I just want to see you grow. Mm. I just That's want to cool. see you do your thing. So, yeah, it, it's definitely cool. Um, but, yeah, the mechanical engineering side, I've seen it. I want to do a lot of CAD design. Mm-hmm. I would love to do, you know, start having my own <clears throat> shop space, which is why I was jealous of your guys' little, yeah. little bay over there um and start building my own cars and kind of take it um like I don't know if you're familiar with Matt Matt Ocala, that oh, that, yeah. that yeah. fastback yeah so his best of coach workshop
0: shout out to Matt yeah. for fixing yeah we were the just problem. there yesterday
1: yeah oh yeah really really cool guy um mm. uh, really talented guy i'm very. really jealous of him and what he he's done that's very similar to what i want i would like to do with mm-hmm. a little more mechanical engineering implied into it mm-hmm. um you know like designing my own stuff you know in that sense but you know really talented car builder i would love to just build my own cars and get paid to build other people's really cool cars and just be on that that tier that he's on and i mean he builds phenomenal cars so I'm, oh yeah I'm, that that would be like a tier i want to go to but always automotive i don't want to go anywhere from automotive because if i'm not doing something automotive i'm sitting on my phone looking at automotive stuff right okay. or waiting until i can get to it so it's, it'd be kind of dumb. yeah i mean you
0: definitely don't want to just fold up what you got no and not but, a lot of people As a parent as a parent I can kind of see where your dad's coming from because <laughs> he's like try it. Yeah, he he's probably I'm 47 so he's probably Yeah, like, he's in his 50s. Yeah, so YouTube to him is probably where he goes if he wants to get some sort of information but they don't they don't realize how big the, it the is. potential yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they they
1: started to to take it seriously now but like i think i've owned 13 classics at this point but when i first started they were like get this piece of junk out of here you're not mm-hmm. doing this yeah. and, and or it would be you know stop filming don't do this you know you got to go to work you got to study school's more important but you know i would i would always balance it out but i'll admit there's so many times where i would just be like yeah i'm gonna study for this test but i'm gonna push this aside because i have to get this video done because i know it's gonna do well and sure enough it right. yeah. does yeah but you know it's kind of risk reward factor but now that i've he watches my videos actively now um all the time
0: well he was in the last one
1: yeah yeah that was yeah he was yeah i took him around yeah for his birthday we went on that cruise so i was like i got a cruise i want to go to it's your birthday let's do something fun so i was like come on with come on with the truck he actually hasn't been in it since i built the motor in it so it was really fun um
0: and that was a cruise yeah
1: yeah that was a cruise i was
0: supposed (laughs) to be on that but of course
1: yeah Big bang.
0: Things happen. And, uh, yeah. You know, pistons break and such. But, yeah, uh, yeah I was going to do that with my daughter, but hopefully get the car running back here again. But back to uh, the truck. So you call it Mater because... Yeah.
1: Yeah, when I first brought it home, sister and mom looked at it and they are like, looks like tow Mater. And I was like, oh, I don't know if that's an installer or a I'm not but sure. I like
0: if, it. I'm not sure if they watched cars enough because <laughs> the body style is totally yeah. different. The patina is kind of close. The patina is yeah. close. That's, that's, that's probably what they were yeah. talking yeah. about. Oh, totally, yeah. But... I got to say, 71 short bed. I mean, I'm not sure if there's any other truck that looks as good. I mean, you can get into, like, the, the 50s styles and that kind of stuff. And the 65 we have is very unique because yeah. it's, like, that was the only year they made that, that style. of. Yeah. But uh, but that 71, I mean, man, if you could find more of those, that people would just snatch them up. I mean, yeah, you can but... find long beds here and there. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I like that car, and when I saw it at Bates, it's good. And then today, when we heard it, it sounds, like, really good.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was always very picky when I was, you know, shopping for cars every 15-, 16-year-old. I was on Craigslist, Facebook, every day, multiple hours of every day looking, because I was a super stubborn kid, car guy kid, yeah. that was always going to car shows, talking about, you know, all these... Older guys complaining about I had this that and the other and I it was my first car and I sold it and I wish I never sold it. Oh, mm-hmm. you
0: must have been talking to Shane and I. Because so yeah, yeah, yes. I can I can ramble <laughs> off probably uh, a few where your eyes are gonna pop out of your head. Yeah, yeah. So a lot so of the, those stories. The, yeah. You ready? Yeah. 69 Baja Bug. Okay. 74 Land Cruiser FJ40. Wow. Okay. okay. I had a 88 Suburban, which people are eh. But they're coming out. That's a great yeah. square yeah. body. was mm-hmm. big. Yeah. And then the last one, the, the one I really... Well, I really wish I said the Lakers. The one I really wish I would have kept. Yeah. 95 Bronco with a 351.
1: Yeah. Those, Four-wheel are, those drive, are getting expensive.
0: Nine-inch lift with 35-inch tires on it. It was a beast. Yeah. But I had a kid coming on the way and... Basically it's kind of a pain in the butt to crawl yeah. up into it every time no, yeah, to yeah. put yeah. a kid Board in the eye. Yeah. So I sold it and bought uh an expedition.
1: Wow. So it's a darn shame.
0: Yeah, it is a shame. But yeah, so Picky is important, I think, and it, oh, I mean, totally. it looks like you got a really good truck. I mean, the yeah. patina is, is awesome. Yeah. And if you're going for that. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Um and and it seems like you're kind of I'm not sure it's not really a rat rod because it's not necessarily like put together on a shoestring i mean the yeah. motor is, seems pretty nice in there and, yeah thank you and uh it looks like you know you put some hard work into it but there's some oh, smoke yeah. and mirrors right you still have the the exhaust from when you were 16 yeah, i built out right?
1: my welding shop i cut it out of another truck and reused it because yeah. i was too poor to buy a freaking full exhaust <laughs> are you kidding me so i i bought a wreck truck and i parted it out it was the first video i did on my channel and that's where I got the gauges out of the truck, which is the whole reason I bought the truck, full set of auto meters. You know, oh, I, yeah. I knew those were $800, so yeah. I paid $400 for this truck my buddy kick-flipped and smashed, like smashed the cab, but had a good set of gauges and a nice straight grill and some fiberglass on it. And I was like, I can make some money on it. So that was my first yeah. project. And that was actually kind of what transitioned me into doing YouTube and making money was I, had, I bought that truck and I quit my job at Little Caesars because I was like, I want to try this, you know, if I – let alone I'm not going to make any money for the first couple of years doing YouTube, but mm-hmm. I can make money flipping cars. Cause you know, I've watched fast and loud. I've watched all those shows of yeah. people making money. Cause I, I, I know how to do it. Like I can't right. be that hard. I see what stuff sells for. So I bought that truck. I pulled the parts I wanted for mine and I sold everything else. And on a $400 investment, I think I made 16, $1,700 on the truck. It's
0: pretty good. And yeah. then
1: I went out um, like two weeks later and found another 75 F 250 with a the in it. And I paid 1600 for that. Cleaned that truck up and sold it for four thousand, and I kept doing that. And oh, that, wow. was, that was that wasn't yeah. I was senior, I was senior in high school. Both those trucks. So that was how I made my money. Well, that's awesome. So you know I made more than I was a Little Caesars through who's, the trucks.
0: Who's buying the trucks? Like friends of yours? Or... No, I'd,
1: I'd put them on Craigslist. I, I would make these super professional ads, like thirty photos. I'd go into a photo shoot with them. I'd mm-hmm. edit all. I'd edit every single photo. I'd write a full list, like the most professional ads a sixteen right. or seventeen year old could put together. Yeah. And I would I would sell them, and they would you know. Typically, they wouldn't be on the market for more than a month. Um, and the parts, same same thing. You know, I take a bunch of photos of the parts, really good advertising, and meet with people. And I was a really, I still am a really, you know, harsh negotiator. You know, you're not my friend. I don't care. You know, I I got three other people that'll buy it. You know, what? I, that's just how I am. So I know what I can get out of things. Um, so I knew what I had basically. But you know, I, I wasn't making any money on YouTube. I was making more money selling cars than I was working at Little Caesars because I think I made like four hundred dollars every two weeks. Mm-hmm. At the time, that's, that was back when, when minimum wage was 1050. That's like when
0: I worked at SeaWorld.
1: Yeah. So, brutal.
0: Yeah. I think I made $6.10 an hour. Yeah. And I i literally worked the whole summer just to get a set of mud tires for my Chevy Love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was, it was the whole summer. <laughs> it was my own little grind, but I was the only one in my high school doing that kind of thing. So, but I mean, fast forward. So that's basically what I did. I had taken that. And, but I'd be filming videos on all of these trucks that I had been doing because I had purely done Ford trucks. Um, And I bought and sold a bunch, and then I'd do stuff. I would sell a truck, you know, have some money, put some money back into my own F100, which is the one here, Mm -hmm. buy another vehicle, flip it, you know, and then I'd split whatever I made and put some of it in my truck and then another investment vehicle. So I'd flipped, I think, like 10 vehicles in the last like four years or something like that. Um, And now I've gotten to a point where uh, I bought my first car, which was the Galaxy. And I bought that as an impulse buy sitting in my friend's garage. You know, I was looking on offer up Facebook and then let go of all places, which doesn't even exist anymore. And I showed him this, this Galaxy, and it was 1800 bucks. that red two door XL or uh, two door Fastback 500. And I looked at it and I was like, dude, I should buy this thing, sick. I should, like, you know, do a couple things to it and flip it. And he's like, you won't. And I was like, all right, bet. And so I bought it the next day, like, idiot. <laughs> so I bought it and ruined it my life because I'm still I haven't even driven the car. It's two years later.
0: Well, yeah, you are,
1: uh,
0: it's content though. Oh, yeah. You, got you have to kind of yeah. look at it
1: as. But that car spiraled. They they both spiraled. So I was very used to, you know, spit and shine, just kind of cleaning up, spray paint a few things, cut and buff, make it run good, and then flip it. Mm-hmm. And then I got that car, and then on uh, upon startup, the camshaft split in half. Ooh. So the the guy, whoever put the motor together, didn't put a bolt in the timing chain, so it backed off and sheared the front of the cam off. Mm-hmm. So, Happy. Yeah. So I got it to run for four seconds, and then it backfired, and I think that jolt is what broke it off. But mm-hmm. whoever put that motor together shouldn't have it yeah so and i and yeah i ended up selling the transmission and my buddy's telling me now he's just not working on the transmission he's like this transmission sucks and i'm like okay well it came out <laughs> of the same car so i'm not surprised but yeah it just kept every the has fought me i've never owned a car that has fought me more than that galaxy my truck was a k-pop compared to it Mm-hmm. So the Galaxy has just been like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna blow the motor up And now we're gonna have rust in the roof and you're gonna have to cut the roof off the car And then you're gonna buy another one for its motor and then that motor is gonna be junk and You're gonna have to fix that motor and then you're gonna buy a coyote and totally mess uh-huh. everything up yeah. And then you know, the white one was full of body filler and rust And it, it's they, they've just hit me with everything on a car that you could physically get hit with wiring You know Bondo mm-hmm. rust the motors transmissions wheels suspension everything that's shot or could be like something that was totally not done properly that you have to go back and redo those cars had yeah. if one didn't the other car did wow so i got hit with everything <laughs> so because of that you know i had um been on youtube and doing everything and there isn't no easy way there's not an easy way out on youtube you can't just put some body filler back in it and sand no. it or yeah or all the you know keyboard warriors are gonna come it's all you. documented oh yeah yeah exactly so i have to put out the best work i can or nobody's yeah. gonna watch it yeah. so i was kind of forced into well what do i do with these cars which led me into teaching myself how to put a motor together, teaching myself how to do sheet metal, which was a lot of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that, you're doing quite a bit. Yeah, I cut the whole back of the white car off. And right now, the whole back of my red car is off. In today's video, that's going to go up. Yeah, it's there's nothing left. And so now I have to hand make a lot of these pieces from scratch, or I would cut the side of one of them off and hammer and dolly it straight again, and then stitch weld all the rust holes up and sand it smooth and weld it back on. But, uh, yeah, just totally snowballed into what I'm used to. So, like, I've owned these cars. I own the red one for two years at this point and the white one for a year. And I've driven the white one like 40 miles, not even that, 30 miles, being generous. Mm -hmm. So, I haven't really gotten much.
0: And they're both in the backyard, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And they're both sitting dead next to each other. But if it wasn't for me uh, taking the cars apart and doing what I have, I don't think they would have gotten they would not gotten you treatment that I did to them. There's no way. I mean yeah, the white would have just been
0: jumped. Yeah, the white car would We're have been still parted. still sitting somewhere.
1: Yeah, the white car would have easily been, you know, taken the motor would have been taken out of it like I was going to do um before I got my Coyote, but that motor would have been taken out and then a the car would have been parted for like an code car or something that was much more solid.
0: Do you set a goal like when you're going to be done with it or you're just Going with the flow at this point. I
1: did because you know how friends are. A lot of my friends are classic car guys like me. They're a young guys and they mm-hmm. all have cars. And they're like, I want my car. You know, we're trying to do this show or we're doing, you know, by my okay. birthday or we're doing a desert trip and this day or whatever, you know. So we would always set goals. But with those cars throwing as many punches as they have, oh, yeah, I stopped setting the goals because yeah. I was like, dude, okay. So I could have had the motor in by this time, but then I found the roof was gone. And then I found, you know, the suspension was bad. And then I found, you know, this, that, the other, the whole wiring was horrible. And I was like, I'm not even going to bother. I've never driven the car at this point, the red one. And I was like, I have no intentions to sell this car. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to build it the way I want, you know, put some money on it when I have it and just enjoy it and just build it the way I want Mm -hmm. and don't cut a single corner because, you know, the end goal with that car would be, you know, build the nicest thing that I've. You know, over the five years that I've worked on cars, you know, yeah. what have I learned? That's the car I want to put together.
0: So, so paint and everything you're going to do. Yeah,
1: yep. paint body. I've done all the metal work. I'm putting the motor together with a friend of mine because that one's a Coyote. So that one I'm not doing by myself. I'm doing that one with mm-hmm. somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, but, yeah, the rest of the car, I'm doing all myself.
0: Oh, man. So. Yeah, it looks like it's a chore.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if you if you put me in my buddy's garage when I saw the first car on, on online, mm-hmm. you know, for sale, and ask me what I buy it again. It, it's a hard, it's like a 50 50 because, like, I've learned a ton. Right. And I've, you know, accumulated a, an incredible amount of friendships and relationships through that car alone. But at the same time, it's like you could have flipped 30 more cars and made probably yeah. 50 grand on some of these cars yeah. you could have got. Because I have friends that, you know, buy, will hose a car off and sell it for five grand profit in two days. Oh, crap. So it's like I, there's so many missed opportunities that I don't even know about.
0: Who do you think is yeah. out there buying cars for that kind of money?
1: people honestly the one like like projects or ones that are done
0: well just like that you're run. saying like throw a hose at it and sell it
1: uh definitely people that don't know as much about cars as the guy that sold it right for sure um a lot of them that i've seen lately are father and son projects okay where yeah. dad dad superior thinks he knows everything about cars but really doesn't and you can tell
0: they got over their head. And the, oh, yeah, they big time. had to unload it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've, I've sold a truck where I was like, it needs this since <coughs> and this, and this, you know, it's a, it's worth what I'm asking, but it's a project. You got to keep that in mind. But they think, you know, put 300 bucks into it and I can drive right. it down the road. But it's like, no, dude, you are buying a super old, super rare vehicle that is super hard to find parts for. Granted, it's a great truck when you got it driving, but you want your son to drive this around and on the freeway and stuff, mm-hmm. you're going to have a yeah. world of hurt in front of you. But, yeah. you know, I'm selling the car. So it's like, you should do your homework on what you're looking at. It's one of those things where it's, it comes down to, you know, typical Facebook. It's like, just pay me and you can have it. You yeah. Know, right. whatever. yeah. So.
0: so people just get in over their head and then they just want to unload it. Oh, totally. And then, you know, you put a little bit of skill to it and then, uh, you know, sell it. And yeah. I, I see nothing wrong with that. Hmm. No. Honestly.
1: <clears throat> no. It, it's nice because a lot of the – pretty much every single vehicle I ha- I, I've, I've gotten and, and flipped is something that sat in the yard. So like pre-runner yeah, projects, it's coming back. The, well, yeah, the, yeah, something that has been sitting on a friend's house or their side yard for however many years, doing nothing, and I, I would see it, and I'd be like, how much you want for it, and then I'll buy it, I'll do all the work to it, I'll put it, I'll give it a new life back on the road, yeah, and then someone else can enjoy. it I did a, I did a seventy, was seventy three, C ten short bed, uh, pre-runner, full pre-runner, fully caged, front to back, sat in my friend's backyard, I had a GMC front end on it, full like like bull bar on it, it looked horrible mm-hmm. so i took it <clears throat> cut all the ugly tubes off it fully reworked it made it functional um fully hand polished and painted everything and then i got the whole truck painted and that truck now i it it's amazing it,
0: what some paint can do oh totally to people's yeah those decisions
1: yeah totally yeah they get the guy bought it from it used to be righty rattle can the whole thing black so i had to spend the nightmare you know sanding all the old spray paint off and getting it painted um and i found in november that that truck was up in Pismo beach Hmm. so i was like oh that's sick and it still has you know a lot of the things that i could see in the video that i did you know special little things that only i would know um that were done to it you know or have been done and mm-hmm. i can look at it and i'm like wow you know if i didn't buy that truck it would probably who knows where it to be still be yeah. Sitting, yeah. In sitting in that yard, in yard. Yeah. yeah so it, it makes me happy you know at the end of the day if i if i'm you know killing myself over a car or even losing money on in some instances it's like well i give the truck a new life and somebody is enjoying that and it, it's somebody's baby now
0: yeah, that's Which is cool. super cool. So
1: that's what I've always enjoyed is seeing, you know, it go on to a new life.
0: Yeah, that Comet that I bought, it sat sat in a yard for like a year and some change. Yeah. Somebody was making a decision to what to do with it. Um, and then I guess I asked enough. <laughs> yeah. At the right time. Yeah, yeah. yeah at the right yeah. time.
1: Yeah, my truck sat for 20 years. It was a towing truck. It worked at a salvage yard in La Mesa. It had a lift gate on it. Hmm. um So once Tommy lift, yeah, so they yeah. got they got a new. It hauled like all sorts of stuff, so it was a work truck actually. So it was actually imagine way, if it could talk. Yeah, it was. Oh, oh yeah. It, well, yeah. when I got it, it, was smashed. The whole front end was smashed. So what a lot of people don't realize on my truck specifically is the only original body panels to that truck are the cab, driver door, bed, and the hood. Oh, wow. Everything That's it. else you everything else. Driver door, tailgate, for whole front end, I've replaced. And you
0: found them off at of donors? Or you...
1: Yeah, so I would, I would find, you know, Craigslist, Facebook, Swap Meets. I would see a panel that's, you know, Wimbledon white with patina. And I don't care how much money that costs. I'm getting it because it's right. how are you going to find okay. it? So yeah. on Facebook, I found a truck just like mine, long bed F250, but it had the same patina as mine. He wanted 800 bucks for the whole truck. I was like, I don't want your whole truck. It's a rotted piece of junk. But you have a beautiful tailgate. I had a green tailgate at the time, so I was like, you have my tailgate. That would go perfect on my car. I was like, how much do you want for the tailgate? He's like, I will not sell you the tailgate. And I was like, oh, I don't want your truck. He's like, all right, let me ask my grandfather, which is the old grumpy guy selling the thing. Right. And he's like, you said 200 bucks and your tailgate. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's a oh, horrible he, deal.
0: Because he wants to put his well, – yeah, he, he didn't he... want to sell it as not a full truck. Yeah, but it was still an $800 yeah. that's, truck. That's what I
1: thought it was. Yeah. I think it was more so it was more of a nuisance to him than it was worth. But yeah. he didn't realize what I was trying to get here. So I went there. I drove all the way into Alpine with my truck one day. I filmed this. This is a total video, so mm. I have all this to show. I want to watch it. Yeah. Um And I had taken this tailgate off this truck. I paid him 200 bucks, and I had to bolt my tailgate on this piece of junk. That ended up I found in a pick-your-part last year. Oh, shit. So And I saw my green tailgate, and I had tried to go down and buy it, and it was gone. It was the only thing on the truck gone. I was pissed. Uh-huh. I was like, I want my old crappy green tailgate yeah. back so I can make a bench out of it. Yeah. Just so, for, just for because, fun, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, that's what a lot of people don't realize is there's – But I liked the patina thing when I went to go buy the truck. I was very adamant about getting something I could keep, going back to that one story, you know. I Mm -hmm. wanted something that I would never want to sell. So it was between that and, like, an OBS F-150, and I was like, eh, you know, the old gimme... Instead of this nice, pretty, rebuilt motor, beautiful truck... You know, that my parents were like, you should get this. It's nice and new. It's newer. It's safer. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted the junky white truck outside that didn't run at the time at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, had really? a rusted floor and I'll everything. Tell you
0: what, that thing's <laughs> got character. Yeah. And that, mean... was,
1: that was the thing I liked. That was right when the patina thing was starting to catch on back in like 2015 when people yeah. were starting to do it more with trucks specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and F-100 market wasn't even there yet. So we had picked that thing up for 3,800 bucks, which now is impossible.
0: Yeah, you can't especially do with
1: that. A, that it ran the radio was blown up in it or clogged or something, but it, it did start um, had to go through everything which you've probably known and seen but um, yeah, you can't get a short bed for under five grand now mm-hmm. with a with or without a motor.
0: Is your dad involved with you in that kind of stuff or is the it...
1: first so he basically when we got it, it was funny it was on March 5th when I was taking my SAT that's how I remember so well it was also my friend's birthday so I went in like 6am and, and took my SAT and he had worked out a deal where my dad not a car guy doesn't have a trailer so he had the guy we bought it from deliver it so I went took my SAT came back and it was on the side of my house my dad was in his old work clothes and he was pulling the radio out he was like alright you wanted it, let's get to work. So he had, oh nice. yeah, so he had walked, walked me through, you know, the basics, brakes, get it running. He had outsourced to my uncle, which I told you about. So he was the car guy in the family mm-hmm. and he came up, worked with a carburetor distributor, that kind of stuff that my dad didn't know how to do. Um, did our brake job, got it safe and running. That was where he kind of held my hand. Cause he didn't know, it, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, I have only, what you've seen me get to this far, I've only touched a wrench in the last five years. So, this has all been, I guess, relatively new to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but he kind of got the truck running. And once I was driving it to high school, I was like, all right, I'm in. Mm-hmm. So, then he you, hadn't yeah, really you, done much else after that. You were a bit. Yeah. yeah. And he, he yeah, he, he, would when he talks to people about it, he's like, yeah, I got it to the point where I ran and drove. And he kind of just took it from there. And I kind of went all over the place. Probably out of control like a lot of kids do. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: So uh, I mean, you learned a ton on it. Oh, totally.
1: Yeah, but I mean, everything <clears> I did is self-taught. Right, which a lot of people don't realize. They're like, "How did you learn how to do the sheet metal work?" It's the like, welding
0: is what is intriguing. Trial, yeah. trial and error. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah.
1: what I tell people. I'm like, just I cut the side of my car off, and I have no choice. I have to put it back on. Yeah. <laughs> so you would do your own research and look and see how other yeah. people do it, and you talk to people. You know, yeah. don't be afraid to, to talk to someone and ask how they do something. So I was very big on. You know, like my first intake manifold was terrifying to me. I was like, well, what if I get, you know, coolant in the engine, some gasket material in the engine, and I was I was vacuuming it out and getting mm. like every little nook and cranny out with tweezers and pliers, and I was mm. like traumatized that I was going to blow my motor up just putting a four-barrel on it back in whatever, 2017. Mm. Um, but now it's like a cakewalk to me. Mm. But I've done it so many times. But, you know, at the first time, I'm sitting there by myself with my little GoPro, and I'm like, well, i got to try this. So, yeah. you know, i got an audience watching me. So at the time, I have to learn a topic and – you know, presented in a way like I'm teaching it. Yeah. So I have to be the expert. So whether yeah. I, whether it's my first time or not, because it's not like, you know, yeah. oh, yeah, I've cut, you know, five Galaxy quarter panels off, and yeah. I, I'm pro at this, this now. Yeah. Done this no. before. It, it, everybody, a lot of people at this point know it's like, I'm going to do this, I suck at this, and this isn't how to do it, but you're watching me do it. Yeah. So yeah. if it works, you can take something from it. Yeah. But that, if I mess it up, you yeah. can take something
0: That from. may be the intrigue for people.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. So
0: finished... The truck finished in your mind, and then we'll go get working on it. The truck finished in your mind is how close? What, give me a percentage.
1: Uh, for a done factor, we are almost done with version one. Okay. So there is a totally different version of that truck, which has nothing but the body. Uh, I'm going to build it a fully second time. So that truck right now is almost done with version one. We have fuel injection, and I think we're doing another, another top end with AFR, um, different cam, and a couple of different things on it. But that would be version one. And so. some heat shield. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, so that that'll kind of be like, and that's my my '70s like muscle truck, which okay. you can probably get that like NASCAR vibe and that mm-hmm. old Trans Am racing vibe. So that yeah. was my version one for the truck. But I back in like 2018 had built a full like autocross style chassis for it. Okay. So I off the Eisenhower Brothers, I bought a '70 short bed frame, just the frame, which is impossible to find. So he sold it to me for like a hundred or $200 or whatever. It was. Oh, yeah. Chris, so, Nick, you yeah. should have got more. Yeah. Yeah. I know now he's probably regretting that, but yeah, no, I came out and bought it. He's posted it on Instagram. He's like 70 short bed frame, like 200. I think it was like 200 bucks at the time or something like that. And I was like, I DM it. I'm like, I'm coming tomorrow. I don't care. I want this thing. So like we found a trailer and a buddy of mine went up there and I was like, dude, you have no idea. Like, even then it was hard to find a short mode frame. So I was yeah. like, dude, just the frame. This is perfect because then I can build this chassis for my truck, but I don't have to take my truck apart, mm-hmm. which was the biggest thing.
0: So you're so, doing that as well?
1: It's already done. I did that. Oh, wow. Well, almost done. But yes. Uh, so I had built that whole chassis in 2018. It's got a Crown Vic front end on it, um, all the American coilovers. I fully boxed – or I'm getting ready to fully box it. I did a 7-inch step notch that I designed myself on the back. And then I did a parallel four link with an eight point eight in it, mm-hmm. and that's where it sits right now.
0: So then the body on that truck is going to go under that frame. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Motor is going to be a motor will probably be a stroked out three fifty one Windsor. Mm-hmm. I, I it'll always stay a small block. I like the small block. They rev. I like the revs. I like... like
0: what's in my escape.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> small yeah. block. Yeah. I like I like I like the Windsor motors. I like revving them out high. I want a seven thousand rpm motor in that truck all the time, and I like mm-hmm. you know five speed six speed. So I'm very going towards autocross, race truck, canyon truck, you know, go to Laguna Seca and tear up the Mm -hmm. track, but I can drive it home. Um, So version one is what you see right now. Version two is, you know, 18-inch wheels, R888Rs all the way around, coilover's a lot lower than it is, Mm -hmm. flared-out fenders to get that massive 11-inch wheel to fit, um, the the four-link and all that Mm -hmm. other stuff. Shane,
0: he really knows what he wants.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I've... I had a lot of time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's like you, like we were talking about, you know, spiral out of control is you yeah. do one thing and then you go on Instagram, you see somebody else's and you're like, oh, I like that. Yeah. And then you start looking at other things on how he did his car and you're like, oh, dude, that's sick. What if I do it on mine? Yeah. And then it just keeps going higher and higher and higher and more and more money and money and money. Yeah. And it's just this, just, uh, I can't, but I'll never stop. I'm very, very it's a, intrigued. It's an endless game. Yeah, yeah, I have always been intrigued with, Pushing the limit and pushing the bar. I hate going to car shows and seeing LS swaps, and I hate seeing three three fifty shops and or three three fifty swaps and Model yeah. As, and I hate seeing uh, your typical Mustang red Mustang with polished torque thrust wheels. Oh yeah, that it bores the hell out of me. Yeah,
0: it's just too easy.
1: Yeah, well, it's yeah. cookie cutter classics. <throat> oh, yeah. I mean, I get not everybody's as diehard as I am, but it's like I want to go. I want to be the guy at the car show that everybody's like, "What is that? That is sick." Mm-hmm. so i've always wanted to just be like the outcast that's just in your face this is this radical build that i've put together and everyone's super stoked about it
0: so all right well we'll look forward to version two of that thing and uh you know you keep doing what you're doing it sounds like you got a good head on your shoulder and thank you if you're ready to go and do some stuff to your truck let's go do it but of before we do that how can people see you get in touch with you So all my,
1: yeah, so all my social media is the Craig 909. That's everything I do. YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever, you know, platform you're on. Every single thing is that you could literally go on YouTube and type in Craig F100 and all my stuff comes up. Craig galaxy, Mm -hmm. even F100, my my truck comes up. Mm -hmm. If you literally just type in the word F100 in Google and go to images, you'll find my truck. Hey Shane, I think
0: he's the real deal. I think so too. When you look at his fingers. Mm-hmm. every one of us got oil underneath his nails Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, and i'm not staring at your well, feet well i'm staring yeah. at your what's wrong with you chris yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh and a yeah. bunch of
1: cuts from all the metal work i was getting stabbed by yesterday uh, but yeah. yeah
0: yeah well right on man so, we're uh one we're stoked to have you here too uh look forward to working on your car do a few things here and there mm-hmm. and then uh you know number three is it's cool to partner with you because you know uh you seem like a good dude, and you're a local kid, and uh, I can call you a kid because I'm twice as old yeah. as you. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's refreshing to feel that there is younger people out there that are just not, like, stuck in a rut. Just doing video games and no, yeah, stuff no, I, every I am, day. I've
1: yeah. been told all the time that I am the coolest twenty-two-year-old that some people have met. They're yeah. like, hey, "You, you shouldn't change at all." You're like, yeah. "You're not what a normal twenty-two-year-old is," and yeah. I'm like,
0: "Cool." Well, your hair's legit too. So. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But <laughs> anyway, if, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, you can, like I said, hook up with uh, Craig on the Craig Nine O Nine. Yep. And uh, you really should check out his YouTube channel and his Instagram if you haven't. Because the content is really cool if you're into, like, classic hot rods. And he's not just sending it to a shop to have it done and then drive it to a show. He's doing it all himself. Everything. And that's uh, praiseworthy. So uh, go check him out. And thanks for listening. And we're out of here. Thanks, guys. Shane, you got the last word. Bye.
1: From everyone at Heat Shield Products, we thank you for listening to Hot Laps. Leave that review, subscribe, tell a friend, and most of all, stay cool. We'll see you next time, right here on Hot Laps.